This podcast contains explicit content and is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Don't say we didn't warn you. Hello, my name is Madison. And I'm Hannah. And you are listening to Who's Knocking? A true crime podcast. Uh, We are on our own today. We don't have our producer, Aiden. We've MacGyvered a little situation. We're doing our best. So bear with us. We don't know where to look either. Yes. Uh, For those listening, you won't know what we're talking about. But for those watching on YouTube, hello. And for those listening, you can watch on YouTube. That's right. Um, yeah, so anything, anything of interest? Um, oh, oh, I have something. Okay. I really want to give a shout out to one of our most, uh, (laughs) 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 sorry, I want to give a shout out to one of our most devout listeners. Mm -hmm. That is my good friend, Veronique Perry. Shout out. Veronique has been responsible for probably about at least a third of our listens. She has been sourcing me feedback. She has been probably the first listener every day. Love that. Um, And so I just wanted to give her a shout. Love you, girl. And thanks for being a fan of our podcast. Thank you. It's actually super nice. So, yeah, I just want to say that. Cool. So... Tell me, Madison, what creepy story do you have for me today? You oh, got girl. something. I have something really disgusting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we've, this is just another gross story, but I'm, I'm just, just going to get right into it. Okay. You want to? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Cheers. So I have another local one for us today. Yes. Hannah has a new skull mug. It's cool. Okay. It's from Dollarama. It's from the dollar store, which means it's a great deal. Yeah, it was a great deal. And it's actually glass. Okay, but here we go. Yeah. Our story takes place in Oshawa. So it's another local story. Oshawa is located in the southern region of Ontario. We live in Ontario, as we've mentioned before. Um, So it runs along the southern region and runs along Lake Ontario. So um, Oshawa used to house one of the biggest General Motors plants in the country, which fueled a very large automotive um, automotive industry. And in 2019, GM shut down the plant and laid off um, about 2,300 people, uh, which was pretty devastating to Oshawa. Uh, They suffered quite an increase in poverty and crime ever since. And I mean, that's pretty recent. It's only 2021, so it's like two years deep. Um, it was definitely, people were not happy when it was closing and yeah, I, I remember this all happening and I remember talking to people who lived there and not, not a good scene. Yeah. Um, Here's something about Oshawa. Uh, it it has the nickname the Dirty Schwa. <laughs> I wouldn't use that because I think that's rude. It's a little bit demeaning. But it is a known nickname. Yeah. So I'll just say that. And our our character today really <laughs> embodies the name. Oh, God. So I thought it was relevant. Okay. So... On September 11th, 2017, at about 8.30 p.m., an 11-year-old boy and his grandfather were fishing on the Oshawa lakefront, and they noticed an object floating and bobbing along in the water. I already know where this is headed. Thinking that it appeared suspicious, the the pair inspected further, and to their horror, they quickly realized that this item was in fact a female torso. Gross. So they called the police immediately. And this poor, like, 11-year-old yeah, boy. scarred for life. Um, I hope not. So they find this torso. The investigators attempted to use forensics to uncover the identity of this woman. But that proved to be a very difficult task as she had no head. She had no arms or legs. So Dear there's, God. There's no hair. There's no eyes. There's no teeth. There's no fingerprints or anything. Um, it's so gross. Like, just imagine just finding a torso with no organs in it. So, like, and it was yeah. it was split down the middle. What's worse, full body or body part? I mean, it depends on the body part. I'd right. say, like, it's I would, all bad, but the worst I think would be finding just a head. Yeah, that'd be 
bad. Like, I know there's, like, you know, like, what's in the back? What's in the yeah. back? You know? Um, but it's, like, you know, a leg, whatever. But, like, a full body, like, that's a lot. It's all bad. Chris found a body once. We know, and, and it's yeah. kind of a good story. Maybe we'll bring him on to, to tell the tale. Yeah. If anyone wants to know. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so they had a really hard time, but they did discover, but I will tell you before that, um, besides the fact that she'd obviously been dismembered, so they determined that she had been dismembered. I think a lot of the times when they find somebody, like, in the middle of the woods or in the water, like, you you can think maybe animals, like, ripped her apart or whatever, but they did, um, determine that she had been dismembered, so I believe they probably, like, noticed that, I don't know what it was exactly, but it was probably that, like, the cuts were too precise to be, like, an animal or whatever. Um... So there were clear indicators that there were trauma, but they uh, could not tell the exact cause of death. The autopsy was therefore inconclusive. The manner of death was ruled a homicide. For sure. Um, I do want to, like, make a little note here. Um, So just in case anybody is unaware, but the difference between um, manner and cause of death. So the manner of death generally fits into or does fit into five different categories Mm -hmm. uh that is natural accidental suicide homicide and undetermined okay so every death technically would fall into one of the four but if they can't figure it out what the four is then it is undetermined okay and that is different than cause of death cause of death is the specific uh, like strangulation or yeah so the specific injury or illness or whatever that caused the death so in this case Manner is homicide. Uh, cause is uh, undetermined. Okay. Um, yeah, just, an, just a little tidbit. For That's interesting. interesting. So two months into the investigation, which was November, the investigators were finally able to positively identify uh, the body through DNA. So I don't, I'm, it was probably blood or something. I don't know the exact piece of DNA, but it was DNA. And they determined that the torso belonged to 18-year-old Rory Hash, Rory Hache. Um, and so after searching the waters and the surrounding area, there was still no signs of the rest of her body. Ugh. And obviously her family was devastated. Um, so a little bit about Rory. Okay. Rory was uh, an 18-year-old Oshawa resident. She came from a family of motorcyclists. Her grandfather was the founder of the Satan's Choice oh, cool Motorcycle Club, and her uncle was a Hell's Angel. Whoa, okay. I recently watched Sons of Anarchy, uh-huh. so I know a little something about motorcycle clubs. Yep. Um, and you don't want to mess with them. I wouldn't. I'll say that. So there's that. I don't know that, like if every person in her family was in a motorcycle yeah. club, but at least a number of like men who were close to her were. Okay. Um. And I don't know if Oshawa is a very, like, has a big motorcycle club scene or anything. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, if anyone's from there, I'd love to know that. Sorry, we um, called it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I didn't. I wouldn't call it that. Right. Just a Some lot of people, people might, do. but we wouldn't. A lot of people do. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like it, motorcycle clubs come up a lot in the story. Right. Okay. Somewhat a lot. So I'd be interested to know, like, if that's a big subculture there. Could be. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so I've seen a lot of photos of Rory. We'll, we'll put some up and she was a very beautiful young girl. She was described as sweet and lovely and a very nice person. Her mother in one interview described her as very tough, the type of person who would not make an easy victim. Love that. And it's clear that she was very loved and cared for by her family. They were at every court hearing, every, everything that they could be at, they were at. Um, and it was, you know, horrifying seeing her mom. Her mom was, like, probably one of the most outspoken people of all the victims' families. So I've seen a lot of interviews with her. Okay. So Rory was reported missing in late August of 2017. So And the torso was found September. Oh, September. September. Okay. And then identified in November. Got it. So it wasn't that long after since she was reported missing. Yeah. Um, at the time of her disappearance, Rory was going through some struggles. According to those close to her, Rory was using crystal meth and had been experiencing homelessness on and off, presumably due to drug use. And there were reports that she was also engaging in sex work to help pay for the drugs. And on top of that, she had just found out that she was pregnant. So much. There's so much, like, going on. Yeah. And clearly equaling a very vulnerable person. Yeah, true. Which is, you know, what, this is the reason I'm (sighs) saying all this, right? Yeah. 
although Rory was struggling with addiction and all the extra consequences of addiction, she, the, the news of her pregnancy may have been giving her the push to really start trying to get things together. Yeah, She'd been spending a lot of time at a church youth program called The Refuge, and they help young people experiencing homelessness and addiction. And right around the time she went missing, there were volunteers at The Refuge who had been helping her look for an apartment. It was actually a counselor there who first reported her missing. So it really seemed like she was, you know, going through a lot. And she was like trying to get on the right track. Yeah. And like she had, she, she was, you know, she was dealing with crystal meth, but also she was going to the refuge. Like she had just started doing that. So it looked like she was just starting to like stop all of that so sad which is so sad mm -hmm. um durham police constable christopher kane who had become very familiar with rory from the local scene in oshawa like from doing his rounds at night and stuff like he knew she was an addict and whatever okay. um he said he had run into her pretty much right before she went missing and during that run-in he actually approached her and made a suggestion about applying for another program that would help her um, and give her assistance with her circumstances mm -hmm. and he said that although she appeared in pretty like very rough shape at the time oh. which was the reason for his worry she actually seemed really interested in the offer and like was like yeah sure and so he was devastated when he heard about her death he uh he testified at the trial and he was like crying and like it's i just he seemed like such a nice guy who just like really wanted something good for her yeah and, he knew her personally yeah so he was sad. he was a police officer for like 20 years so also, and just on that last note, I was looking through Reddit. Yep, as one does. Shout out Reddit. And I found a lot of comments from people who went to high school with her and a lot okay. of people who were like, she was such a nice person. And I'm, a, I'm making a little bit of an assumption here that she started down this, you know, addiction path, like either like very near the end of high school or after high school. So a lot of people talk about her throughout high school and said that she was like such a nice outgoing person and you know people just had really nice things to say about her and it's just very tragic yeah after high school is a hard time right because it's like you're entering the world where do you fit in in the world i feel like that's a challenging time you know? yeah and like as a as a 17 18 year old girl it's so easy to just fall into some crowd or some person so true who influences you in a certain way yep. and you know i look back on my years as a young as a youth, you were there. Yeah. And I think there's there's many, many... Uh, we could have gone down a lot of paths. Yeah, it's true. We made and some questionable choices. Definitely made some extremely questionable choices. Yeah. Um, and it's just... I just find it so sad that it was like we never got to see her make better choices. Right. When we don't... Maybe she wouldn't have, but maybe she would have. And yeah, she, should, we'll never she deserved the chance, too. That's exactly. for sure so sad when people die young anyway mm -hmm. so meanwhile on december 29th 2017 mm -hmm. a plumber by the name of sean farden mm -hmm. was called to the main floor tenants of 19 mcmillan drive to deal with some backed up pipes mcmillan oh, in oshawa i feel like i know where this is headed backed up pipes yes why were they backed up oh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you okay so after trying a couple of plumbery things, the poor, poor plumber oh went down to the basement unit to see if he could do something to unclog the pipes from there. Okay. He went down, he knocked on the door, and Adam Strong, the basement tenant, let him in. The plumber found there to be a very foul smell permeating the entire apartment. Gross. And the toilet had already been removed. What? Where was he going to the bathroom? I mean, I think... So I looked into this because, like, a lot of the Fuck. sources just said, like, there was no toilet. I think that he had removed the toilet, like, for the guy to come down and deal with it. Or, oh, got it, got it. Or maybe because he was trying to fix the problem himself. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, the toilet was there, but it was removed from, like, the plumbing. I mean, that's suspicious. It is. It is It is suspicious. Yeah, well, what the fuck? Who does that? Yeah. So, while our poor plumber was doing his thing, 45-year-old Adam Strong was being super shifty. He was asking a lot of questions and lingering around the plumber. Soon, Sean found the source of the clog, and he immediately became suspicious. The substance in, in question was a described as a meaty, Ew. stringy, fleshy-like substance. Gross. 
but this plumber had a hunch that it was not from an animal. Imagine being that plumber. It's like not the job you signed up for. I cannot imagine being this plumber. Yeah. Just, I will show you. So after speaking okay. with his boss, they decided, you know what, we should call 911. And I have the 911 call right here. I oh my god, ew. You listen to it. Okay. Let's just make sure the volume. Yeah, it's up. Hi there, how are you? Good, you? Good, thanks. Um, just, uh, I'm a plumber and I'm on site for uh, a job. And we got, uh... We're, we're snaking a drain, and we were, uh, we've were we been pulling back, uh, we probably pulled back about 10 pounds, 15 pounds of, like, it looks like flesh type of stuff. Meat, we've been working at it for, like, three, four hours now, right? Oh, okay. And we, we can't get it clear, but we keep pulling back chunks of, you know, whatever the hell it is. Ew. So just taking four like, hours. Ew. Just first of all, taking like how cute that he's like. Hey, how are yeah, you? so Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. But uh, also just he's so okay. First of all, he spent four hours fucking doing that. Ugh. The basement has got a foul smell. Yeah, permeating the entire thing. Gross. Is what I said. He's down there for three, four hours. It's a long time. Pulling out ten to fifteen pounds of a meaty flesh-like substance. It's repulsive. And whose yeah. idea, like, to put that much down a drain? Like that's stupid. But okay. And, like, Adam Strong. He's just hovering. He's like, what's going on? Like, so. Ew. So, that's the 911 call. Okay. It's nasty. And so, as Sean was sitting outside waiting for the police, Adam actually came out to inquire about what was going on. And Sean lied to him and said that he wouldn't be able to fix the problem and that tomorrow they'd be sending another plumber who was better equipped for the problem. And he said that Adam was, like, super satisfied with his answer and, like, smiled and went back downstairs. Hmm. Go Sean. So, yeah. Quick thinking, Sean. Yeah. Sean is quite a hero in this story, I'll say. So, the police show up at about 8 p.m. The main officer was Durham Officer Kevin Park, and he arrived, as I said, at 8 p.m. on December 29th with the intent of meeting the basement unit resident and trying to figure out what the substance in the pipe was. Gross. When he got there, the plumber and his boss were waiting outside with the flesh in a plastic bag. Ew. So they're just sitting out there. I just can't even picture that. Can you imagine? And no, it's winter. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's winter in Ontario. So it's like really cold and everything's all slushy and gross. And you're just sitting on someone's front porch with a plastic a bag, bag of flesh. Of flesh. I mean, it's gross. Like I feed my dogs raw food. So I feel like I deal with like fleshy, stringy, gross substances like that. But and it's a human. No, I know it's so much worse, but it's all it's already repulsive. Yeah. No, but I, I like, you know, agree. Um, and I read somewhere on like a Reddit or something that, and I did not find any other sources to substantiate this, so I don't okay. know where this information came from, but that there was like hair and like, there was like chunks of hair, Ew. which is probably why they were like, oh, this is a human. Yeah. Because I, mean, I don't know how you as a plumber would be like, how you would differentiate this from like animal meat. Right. Even shoving a bunch of animal meat down your that's drain, already like weird. I don't know why you would do that. Yeah. Like this reeks of like illegal activity. It totally does. So that's I guess that's also super alarming. Yeah. But if there was those like strands of hair, it's like it's like it described it's as like obvious. chunks. Yeah. Ew. And like she had long hair, so I assume it's long hair. Right. Ew. Oh God. Okay. So after discussing with the plumber, oh Officer Park went down to speak with Adam. And after asking him once what it was that he was clogging his pipes with, Adam immediately replied and said, quote, okay, you got me. The gig is up. It's a body. Ugh. End quote. Oh. So basically he's like, hi, how are you? He's like, okay, I did it. It's a body. Yeah. Like he just immediately like, did good, not try to move it. It's good, but it's like, you're such a weird guy. Yeah, like, he's Just weird. wait. He's repulsive. Yeah, I can already tell. <laughs> he's the most foul human just being. Just the smell. Like just... The description of the smell in his wait, apartment, and he's just, just living till, there. Ew. Wait till I show you sh- okay. footage of his apartment, because that's coming up. Because I think I... Okay, yeah, yeah. Go on. It's foul. Officer Park placed Adam under arrest, and he read him his rights, and he placed him in his police vehicle. But before they even left the scene, Adam began to divulge even more information. Hmm, thanks, Adam. Adam said, quote, I want to spill the beans. If you want to recover the rest of her, she's in my freezer. Ew. And End quote. And then he also said, quote, I considered suicide. I knew that it was done and that the plumbers would be pulling parts of her up, end quote. I mean. So basically, 
Officer Park gets him in his car and he's like ready to go. And then I was like, wait, I want to tell you more stuff. Yeah. She's in my freezer. And like this guy, he's testifying. He's like, I, I don't know what to do. I just like, you know, turn on the recorder and like started listening to this guy. But it's yeah. like he doesn't even wait till they get to the police station. He's which so eager to tell them. To me, sounds like a guy who just like has no friends and nobody to talk to. And he like just wait till he, oh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I would not be his friend, so. Nor would I. <laughs> <laughs> Nor <Yeah>. would I. <laughs> I don't know any human being on earth who would. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so they went to start searching Adam's home, obviously. Um, but it was delayed because they found a potential explosive. Oh. Yeah. Super random. So uh, they like had to, he had made an explosive? There was a device in his house. There was an object. And they're like, this looks like an explosive. Oh, that's scary. Uh, so they had to evacuate all the neighbors. And like a robot came in to safely... Kind of love that. Detonate. Yeah, it was like a whole big thing. Yeah. There's lots of footage of it. Um, it's so random because it has like nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. But it turned out to be a pipe bomb. So I guess he was also making pipe bombs. What a fun, cool guy. Um, so when they finally were able to go inside, they found the rest of Rory's remains in a deep freezer that he had chilling in his bedroom. In his bedroom? Mm-hmm. Why? Sorry. Upon further investigation, they found Adam's semen on her body. Ew. And her blood all over his apartment. Ew. The she in question, obviously, is Rory. God, poor girl. She deserves way better than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrendous. His department was disgusting. I can imagine. Garbage and dishes, dirty clothes littered pretty much every inch of the place. It smelled disgusting. Ew. I just, I cannot emphasize how disgusting this apartment was. I will show Let's you. Let's see it. Right now. Here's some love. My footage. goodness. What the fuck? Okay, I like that we're seeing this footage. Whoa. That's the freezer. Like, uh, so foul. Can you imagine living in that? No. Ew, the stairs. Oh my god. It's disgusting. Does he shower? Oh, he has shampoo. Okay. It's like, he's got, like, look, cheese whiz. Who eats cheese whiz? My dad used to love cheese whiz. <laughs> we used to call it cheese wheeze. Well, yeah. Your dad is definitely not on that level. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere close. Yeah. Anyway. Jesus. That's a gross apartment. It's foul. Like, that's really bad. And he'd been living there, I think it was around 10 years. Ew. So imagine just, like, that filth. Yeah. And there's, like, cigarette butts everywhere. So he's smoking down there. He's chopping people up yeah, down there. Yeah, ew. And sleeping next to a freezer containing their body. What the fuck? I, I, I don't even... I don't even know what to say to that. It's just yeah. foul. And you'll see him soon. He's... Oh, I can't wait. I don't want to put a face to the name. He looks like he sounds. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So at this time, Adam was arrested and he was charged with indecent interference with a dead body. Okay. Um, which which is like a reasonable thing That's to start charge, out with. Yeah. Um, obviously, they want to get him for uh, murder. Right. But so far, all they have is like that she is chopped up there. So that's what they have. Okay, so the interrogations of Adam Strong, another, mm -hmm. I'm here with more interrogations. We love um, a good interrogation. But they were great. The detective who interviewed Adam, uh, he was very skilled. There's unfortunately only a few clips of interrogation. They have not released everything. Shh, okay, everybody, if anybody knows where I can get my hands on full interrogations, like either videos, transcripts, whatever, I want them. Yeah. I don't have them. All I can find was, is what's on YouTube, which is, like, a number of, like, really fucked up clips. Um, but I'll show you. Um, so this is what I could find. And I'm going to begin with, with uh, what I'm going to begin with is I'm making an assumption that this was the beginning stages of his interrogation, um, which I assume were, like, hours and hours long. And I assume that his interrogations had gone on for like weeks possibly months okay so i'm thinking that this is the very beginning i don't know that this was like the first time that this detective met him but this is like the beginning stages of his interrogation okay um i have this video and it's gonna there's gonna be I'm gonna do this ew one. that's what he looks like sorry i just like yeah i'm gonna nice, do this but... in two parts i wouldn't judge his looks if the if there was no body in yeah his <laughs> yeah or flesh in his pipes 
It's like he. Yeah. I'm only judging his looks because I know what a creep he is. Otherwise, he'd be fine. Yes. In case anybody is unaware, like we. We go pretty hard on the killers. Like, <laughs> I have no problem making fun of murderers. Yeah, that's true. Around that I, that I chopped her up. There's no way. Okay. And I understand. We weren't wondering if you chopped her up. It's obvious that I did. Yeah. And, um, and uh, if, again, if not for... Apparently the plumbing was all f- up in that house. That aided in my capture and your capture. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was sitting down in my basement... After the plumbers left, and I was like, am I going to get out with this? I don't know. Should I leave now? How much longer before it was? She's definitely deceased. Yes. Yes. And and you uh, clearly said, yeah, and I disposed of her. Yes. Yes. Tried to. But unfortunately, it was foiled by yep. inadequate plumbing. Yep. And that's a freaking shame. No, for me. For me. Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you sound really selfish when you say that. Sorry, that's sorry. God. Oh, this list and this too. It was all done in one evening. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, this was all one piece, and then this was all one piece. Up and I couldn't. Yeah, really? sorry, man. I don't remember. Really? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't important to me. What the fuck? He's so casual about it. Yeah, so, okay, here's my take. Yeah. I think that the detective realized that Adam was, like, super loose and, like, really liked chatting. Clearly, he's, like, no shame, no remorse. Yeah, clearly. Clearly, he likes talking to people. Right. So, I think the detective went in being, like, okay, I'm going to befriend this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get him to just keep talking, spill everything that I can get him to spill, and, like, that's the game plan. But as you can see in this footage, you know, this is his job. He's trained to just go in and, like, be nice to disgusting people like this and talk to them. And even he had, like, at one point he's like, Yeah. He's like, I, like, he couldn't even help himself be like, you sound so selfish. Like, his one job is to go in there and befriend him and make him feel like he's his friend. And, like, it's so difficult because he's such an off-putting person that he said to his face, like, you sound really selfish. He's off-putting. Like, he's like, yeah, it was really inconvenient that the plumbing wasn't good. Like, he's... Uh, okay. But that's what I'm saying. He's the worst. Yeah. He's just an outright horrible person. No shame. Like, I, it's, like, shocking that this man just, like, got around in the world. Yeah. I mean, long. I have not seen a redeeming quality so far. Not a single one. Yeah. Just, to, like... Did he work? Like, did he have a job? Did oh, he leave that cave that he lived in yeah i'll get into i'll get into a little bit okay. of him after i just want to show my you my goodness the second half of yeah, yeah i want to see horrific this. interrogation um wow so okay so this next clip i'm going to show you my assumption of the context is that um the detective is like okay um there's a couple more things that they want to get out of him and i'm gonna have to give him something or like appease him to to get him to continue talking okay um, so I'll, I'll let that speak for itself. Okay. How you doing? Good, you? Eh, had better days. What are you going to hand Kermit for? Uh, Wendy's triple. Yeah, that's doable. No pickles. Ice tea, no ice. Um, two, um, their value, um, spicy chicken wraps and a grilled chicken Caesar salad. Okay. Is that, is that outrageous? No, that's doable. Is there any way I can get a cigarette? Anyway, smoke is this? Oh, and a ranch and a Caesar? Oh my God, thank you. I don't know how appropriate this is, but I'd like you to pass on to her mother and her father my condolences. And I, and I, and I feel this to my, my lawyer, and he's, he's not interested in it, and I don't understand why, of, of uh, spilling the beans. And, and and being as comfortable as I can in jail. Not like a hundred thousand dollars like picked in, but like like an allowance. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like internet access. Like it's easy. like I don't have anybody who's gonna buy me TV. I, I don't expect to get out of jail free card. I don't. 
comfortable in jail, man. He wants internet access? You don't deserve internet access. He deserves none of this. He was not going to be offered any of this ever, and he was not given any. Like, all... Be happy with your Wendy's order. Yeah, the detective was like, okay, I'm going to give him some Wendy's, I'll give him a cigarette. Yes. And he's like, you know, I want internet access. I want to be comfortable in jail. Like, Go ish. fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> yes, which is just laughable. And as you can see, the guy's just sitting there, he's like... And no. I wish you could see his face. Unfortunately, yeah. you can only see the back of his head. But I just imagine he's just like, I fucking hate you. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, How dude, are like, you a person? You immediately confess to yeah, everything. Yeah. You have no leverage. Yeah. So as you can see, foul, disgusting, yeah. rotten to the core. I, I just have no words. That's fucked. How does he like live? That's what I have no idea. I, I don't know how he survived this right, long. Being right. just this disgusting of a yeah. person. I don't. Like, how do you not contract some type of, like, illness from that basement that you live in? Uh, yeah, I don't know how he's not dead. Okay. But here wow. we are. So, and I don't know. I think we'll get to. It, it, it's, again, unclear based on the little bits of interrogation video that have come out. But, like, what card he thinks he has or yeah. does have. And I think I might know what it is and I'll let you know in, yeah, in, in know. a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, but remember that Rory's family had ties in motorcycle clubs? Yes. And Adam definitely adjusted his tune a little bit, I think, after he figured that out. He learned that. Um, this this uh, was apparently played in court, though I did not find video footage of it, but he was asking, like, the detective, so have you, quote, have you heard anything about a bounty on my head, end quote? And Detective Paul Mitten responded, quote, I've, I've heard there are people unhappy. I've heard nothing about money. I don't have my ear to the ground about something like that, end quote. And Strong replies, quote, I'm really, truly, honestly shocked that nobody's taken a shot at me, end quote. So here we see he learns about the motorcycle Because if anyone knows anything about it, all I can talk, all I can say... from your experience with sons of anarchy yeah all he can talk about is sons of anarchy i don't know how accurate that is for motorcycle clubs i don't know Um, i don't want to like um stereotype anybody but i did enjoy sons of anarchy um but like if you do something to wrong a motorcycle club like killing one of their daughters for example like you're dead you're dead in prison and actually in prison okay of course well anywhere probably but like especially in prison that's what i was wondering is like if he's in jail how can they get him but in jail they'll have connections for sure got it okay so if I don't know if, like, all motorcycles are just for sure. uh, fronts for organized crime, but, like, Sons of Anarchy made it seem like they were. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I even read there was an article that was in some, like, motorcycle club... Uh, like, publication? Yeah, and they were like, yeah, he's not getting out. Like, he's someone's going to kill him. They were basically... Good. Reading, yeah, they were like, it's un- very unapologetic. I mean, like, if anybody fucking die. deserves that, like, I'm sorry, but kind of deserves it. Absolutely. So, it is clear to me, based on what little we know about Adam, that he's clearly a very off-putting individual. Yeah, I'll say. (laughs) He's gross. Yeah. And he doesn't hide it. So, I assume that he probably did not have a lot of friends or people to talk to. He gives off the vibe. That's a fair assumption. Yeah. (laughs) So, to me, he gives off the vibe of somebody who's like, this is, like, fun to him. Like, he has never had people, like... Ask yeah, him okay, questions. okay, because people are interested in him, giving him attention. Like, Ask when's him about this guy his life. Attention? Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's why, like, obviously he's so candid and open. Right. Um, and he knows he's going to be in jail anyway, so he might as well just, like, milk it while he can. Yeah, and it wasn't until he started seeing any sort of consequences that he, like, started to, like, clam up. Interesting. As Yeah, which is somewhat of an assumption, but, like, you know, the very beginnings of the interviews, he was like, yeah, I didn't but care, whatever. Exactly. So here's what we know about Adam Strong. And it's please tell me. It's not a lot. I have been searching far and wide for like anything about yeah. him and there is very little. Like, who, how did this guy get to this point of disgusting I and if again another thing if anybody has any idea, any Let sources, anything of like his family or anything, please please send it to us. I'm dying to know. Yeah, like who raised him? So we know that he had a big fascination with knives. I think I have a picture sure. here. This is a classic photo that shows around of him. Um, His work history included working as a security guard on movie sets. I would not want him guarding me. Although he had recently been fired twice. Apparently he worked on the It movie. 
fitting. I, I forget where it was filmed, but it was like somewhere around there. He was a gas station attendant at one point. Okay. We know he enjoyed water activities and had a boat. Okay. Random. Um, he seemed very openly into BDSM. And gross. And posted... Only because he's gross, not because yeah. BDSM is gross. He posted a ton of pictures of, like, handcuffs and stuff on Facebook and, like, talked about BDSM constantly. God, this handcuffs is like, in that apartment. Yeah, like, and, like, oh. this is all from his Facebook where he's, like... He posted on his Facebook. Yeah, and he, like, comments weird shit about it. Oh, um, he was a very serious reviewer of porn sites. Sure, sure. I if I have... You you have the reviews. I feel like you've told yeah, me. Yeah, I have this. them somewhere. We'll post them. Um, they're disgusting. Please, I need to see, I need to see the reviews of the porn sites. Oh, we'll have this up on the screen. The screen. Um, I'm not a thousand percent sure that we can attribute this to Adam Strong, but a number of people have put it out saying that it is him. Um, it's his profile on a porn review site. Yeah, and porn Hannah, review. Sorry, sorry. No, Hannah. Do you want? Do you want to? Take us through some of it. Okay, I'll read it. I just thought it was really funny. Just like, not funny is the wrong word, but just like, oh, what the fuck? It's hilarious, okay, okay. but did, like, so just repulsive. Up. So, first of all, um, name Adam Strong. Favorite quote Any dream worth having is a dream worth fighting for. Charles Francis Xavier. Don't really know what's up with that. Um, number of porn reviews 171. <laughs> That's a lot of reviews to write. Got a lot of time on his hands. Um, Average score, 69%. Okay. So here's his, it's called My Take. Society's too uptight. We restrict ourselves like crazy from our sexuality. So porn is our gateway to explore what we've collectively cut ourselves off from. Watching porn lets us oversaturate ourselves with the wildest scenarios, starting the, starring the hottest bodies in the world. Blah, 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 blah. Porn takes our ultimate fantasies. Okay. This is why he loves everything about porn, because it, takes our ultimate fantasies and hypersexualizes them. It's also why he takes his job seriously, because his role as a reviewer is to help you find which sites best let you experience those fantasies. Oh, very serious job. <laughs> thanks for thanks, Adam, for your service. That's really, really helpful. Okay, uh birthday. I'm a brat of the eighties, born seven days after Halloween. How about just oh say my your God, birthday? His birthday is so close to mine. <laughs> True it is. Wow, maybe you guys should do a joint party. Scorpio. Um yeah hometown montreal he's still up there favorite books uh to kill a mockingbird some other ones harry potter shout out i love harry potter <laughs> okay so <laughs> I, I hate that i have something in common with him small side anecdote sorry i just have to put this in because it's hilarious okay. so chris my husband has like never read harry potter he's like lord of the rings my whatever. goodness he's like a little bit older than us so i think right. like, he was like not in yes, the core yes. generation We're the gen- yeah but we were playing this game at the cottage that was like um, it was like you got a card that said something and you had to like say what it was. Right. And, but it was like spelt really weirdly or whatever. Some okay. sort of trivia thing. And he, he got he pulls up a card and he's like, I don't, no one's going to get that and puts it down. We're like, what is it? Platform nine and three quarters. Oh, come on. We all know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, nobody will even know that. I don't know that. <laughs> I know. And I feel like if you want to get someone into Harry Potter, it's like too late. Like yeah. they have to like it or they don't. Anyway. Anyway. So favorite movies. I mean. Just like random movies. The Dark Knight, I feel like that's like classic serial killers would love that movie. Ew, do just skip down to favorite sexual position. Ew, why is that a thing? Yeah. Favorite sexual position, definitely DP for threesomes. When one on one, it doesn't matter as long as she can handle my pace and take it deep. Ew! <laughs> oh my God. So repulsive. It's just so, Ugh. it's so annoying. It's like, favorite books, favorite movies, favorite TV shows, favorite <laughs> yeah. sexual positions. Nasty. Gross. Ew. And then favorite. Only because it's him. Otherwise, fave, whatever. Fine. Fave porn niche. Titty fucking, big boobs, threesomes, and gag bangs that feature DP. Ugh. Gross. I mean, none of that, everything's about that is fine. We're no. sex positive, but just Adam Strong is disgusting. No. Anybody into any of those things is like, whatever, but like, yeah. he's just a disgusting human being. He's repulsive. Like, also, yeah. here's a funny thing. Uh, favorite music, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Some covers from the cast of Glee. What? Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. <laughs> Oh my god. Also favorite drink, a cold glass of water. Like, no, it's, it's fucking good, good tepid water from your <laughs> gross sink in oh your basement. God. Just imagine him just like sitting there being like, oh, I'll just fill this out. Like He's written 171 porn reviews and he takes his job very seriously. So so disgusting. Ew. So that's what he was doing with all his time. Yeah, I think this might be one of his reviews. Okay. 
Uh, can we can we click no, on it? Just oh no, the screenshot. But like, look. Oh yeah, here's. So it's like the director's name continues to shock and arouse with her wickedly erotic Hugo tales. I don't know what that word is. Neither do I. Yeah, he's written a lot of reviews. Okay, so just, I just needed to, you know. It was it was important yeah. that everybody see this since we already saw it. Just exit out of that. My God. The, um, the profile. We'll post it. Yeah. So that's a little bit about what we know about him. Okay. Um, I told you that him and his ex-girlfriend had broken up and right. he was not taking that well. And we all are shocked that he managed to get a girlfriend in the first place. And utterly shocked that he didn't take the breakup well too like what what does he what does he bring to a relationship i think and we'll get to this i think he brings a roof right oh that's so sad and i and the I most think, disgusting roof ever. i think he also drugs right um so Fuck. other okay. women who had been with him sexually said that he was very controlling and that he pushed himself onto them why am i not surprised and that he seemed to be quite the sexual predator at best that tracks Adam had been known to talk a lot about his fascination with BDSM type sex. Mm -hmm. I guess to me what's unclear and what has become clear now is that either either he was not into the consent aspect of BDSM. Which is very important. Which I think then it's just rape. Yeah, at that point it's not BDSM. I don't think that is BDSM. Um, Or he, you know, was fine with the consent part but could not find anybody who was willing to consent. Right. And either way, I think... That it's the consent part that that brings it from BDSM to rape or assault. You're totally right. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's nothing wrong with BDSM, um, but when your partner is unwilling, then it is no longer BDSM. Yeah, and when you're Adam Strong, there's everything's wrong. Yes. Anything you do is wrong. Oh my god, can you imagine? Ew. I know I say can you imagine so often, but just can you? No. Um, another ex, so an ex girlfriend of his who wanted to remain anonymous all right so just let's take note of the fact that he has multiple ex-girlfriends well here's the thing because he's anonymous i don't know if this is the same girlfriend oh, got it, got it. um as the other one okay, okay i wasn't able to figure that out because she is anonymous very reasonably yeah, so she doesn't want to claim him yeah she claimed that he was a really cool nice person to her okay. that she took her, uh that he took her into her, his home and was really great but eventually his true color started to show and that he became very aggressive with her he forced himself onto her constantly and would get really rough and abusive whenever they had sex what a garbage person she claimed that he kicked her out of his apartment after he accused her of cheating on him which she refutes and looking back, she's obviously very thankful that he did. Right. Although she was she mad fucking at the time. dodged a bullet. Yeah. Um, other sources said that his ex girlfriend was also a drug addict and that she was homeless. Poor girl. Which, and I, you know, I don't mean to say that to shame her. I just say that because that she's shows. vulnerable. Well, it's vulnerable. It shows a pattern of behavior. It shows right. like he finds people who are addicted to drugs. He can prey on them. I'm pretty sure he gives them drugs. Because why else in the world would anybody yeah. be with him? What else is he offering? But he offers them a roof. He right. offers them drugs. And he's like, yeah, you just have to have sex with me. And like, I feel be so my bad for those girls. Like, it's like, you're in a bad place in life if you'll accept that. And that fucking sucks. Yeah. It, it's it's horrible to think about. Um, and it's, but that's exactly why people like him prey on people right. like that. They're in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Obviously, all these girls are, like, way smaller than him physically. And, you know, once when you bring somebody into your house and you, you give them shelter when they don't have shelter. You're in a powered advantage. And when it's, then you give them drugs and you're not taking them yourself. Oh, I hate that. You're, like, what chance do they stand? Yeah, he's a fucking predator. Especially if he's like, oh, I'm into BDSM. Like, get in these handcuffs. Ugh, ew, I hate it. Literally. Um, so it's been alleged that Adam made statements regarding his abuse in childhood. He apparently said that he was raped by a babysitter at age four and then started displaying deviant behavior at around age seven or eight. I mean, it would explain a lot. There's nothing to corroborate this, but it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that would explain. I mean. I'm always obviously skeptical of like somebody like this yeah. saying stuff, but he did seem to be pretty honest. So. Right, it could be, which is so sad if that happened to him because he did not deserve that as a kid. But, no. you know, it's still does not excuse no nothing excuses what he did like it sucks that that happened to him as a kid but as an adult like he's still responsible but i'm just i'm so curious about like his entire childhood i would love to know i would love to know anything about his family 
but I I have searched high anything. and low, could not find anything. And honestly, like, he must have not had a good upbringing. There's no way a person, like, yeah. who just, like, was a result of, like, a well-adjusted nice There's family. no way. And, like, the I find, too, like, when people have, like, the inability to, like, live in a normal home, like... We're not saying you have to be perfectly clean and perfectly organized, but when you literally are like a hoarder and like living in piles and piles of trash, like probably he was not taught how to have like, you know what I mean? No. A structured home. No way. So after extensive forensic analysis, Mm -hmm. conversations with Adam, the detectives concluded and presented in court that Rory was murdered in Strong's apartment in September of 2017 during a sexual offense. Fuck, poor girl. She died after being struck on the head before she was dismembered. Hash's body parts were mutilated, her torso was disposed of in Lake Ontario, and her body parts were stored in a freezer before her flesh and internal organs were flushed down the drain. Disgusting. Just, I... And this is, like, the reason that I'm into true crime. It's like, I cannot... Yeah. In my... I cannot fathom... That is why we like it. How on earth does somebody do this to another person? Yeah, yeah, I know. And he's just like, oh, I'll get some Wendy's. Like, how? Fucking that Wendy's order. Yeah, I know. This is the extremes. And you did a bad job. Don't put it in the toilet. What the fuck? What were you thinking? He couldn't even do it properly. Yeah. You're even bad at fucking murdering, but you're good at reviewing porn. So there you go. Is he, though? No, he's bad. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he's good at it. I don't don't know what makes a good porn reviewer, but I just can't imagine. I feel like the fact that you're a porn reviewer, like, no offense to porn, but, like, the fact that, you know... Like, the, him reviewing porn is already, like, what? Yeah, it's... Do, do people need reviews of porn? Just everything he does is foul. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Ew. So, backtracking a little bit, okay. but seven months into their investigation, the police identified the DNA of a second woman. In his apartment? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, there was blood of the second woman all over the place, including inside the freezer and on a hunting knife. Oh, fuck. The blood belonged to Candace Fitzpatrick. Candace had last been seen in 2008. She had not that been... That was a long time ago. Yeah. Like 10 years before. 10 years before. Okay. She'd been declared a missing person, or she hadn't been declared a missing person until 2010, so two okay. years after. She was 18 at the time of her disappearance, just and, like Rory. And she wasn't labeled as missing for two years? So, uh, like Rory, Candace also had drug drug abuse problems right histories of homelessness and sex work her family a lot of people were like why didn't they declare her missing uh but yeah her family was like she would take off all the time she like had issues and like usually she would show back up obviously every time before she'd showed back up but for two years but for two years and i think that they were like you know Obviously, they don't want to assume that she's missing. Obviously, they want to assume that she's, like, gone, moved somewhere, done something. But I think it finally got to the point where they're like, no, like, we haven't heard from her. We don't know where she is. We can't find her. And I feel really bad because I'm sure that they probably feel really bad about that. Yeah, because they didn't look. And her dad was another one who was, like, there every day. And, you know, he's got Facebook pages looking for her. He, like, cared about her a lot. It's hard. I just, I, you know... It's really hard, and I don't think you should judge, like, especially parents of kids who have drug abuse problems or whatever. And they're young. Because it's like, what do you do? Yeah. And now, like, looking at it as a parent, I'm like, God, like, what? Like, when your kid's addicted to meth? Right. What the hell do you do? It's hard, too, because for sure it's like you have a strained relationship with them and you don't want to push them further away. So you just want to, like, be there as an option for them, but you don't want to, like push too hard to make them hate you more kind yeah. of thing. And I, I, you know, I want to just, like, be straight up, like, just feel bad for the families and stuff. I don't know if there was, like, histories of issues that, right. like, you know, they were abusing their kids or what. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on that because I don't know and I we just couldn't know. find anything yeah. about it. But it seemed to me like they all loved their children and were, you know, just devastated. So, um... It appeared that Candace may have also come from a biker family. Okay. Now, my only evidence for this, I look, I again looked and tried to find uh, any actual ties. But mm-hmm. in one interview outside the courthouse, her dad was wearing a shirt that said "Biker Dad." I mean, so that's where I'm. That's, that's the enough. sole piece of evidence yeah. that I'm getting to say that he's she was labeling from a himself as it so. biker family, and that's why I ask if like Oshawa is has a uh, big culture of bikers. Yeah, because like. That seems like quite the it's coincidence. A lot, yeah. I'm sure that Adam Strong was not looking for 
daughters of right. biker guys, would you? that would be a terrible uh, strategy. Yeah. But just an interesting little coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, Candace's full remains have not been found to this day. Really? All they have found of her just is blood. her blood. What the fuck Which did is he do with so her? Which is so sad. Which yeah. I think, so, you know, back to the interrogation where he's, like, asking for things. I think that's the card that he had. Oh, like, was like where's another, the body? Yeah. And maybe there's more. We don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It's, why not? Yeah. Um, Especially because they were so far apart, right? Yeah. So, I, I that's to say, like, they've identified two victims, but in a clear pattern. Yeah. But um, ten years apart. Like... Who gets the urge to kill and then waits 10 more years before doing it again? And well, maybe... Shout out Ev Kemper, but he was in jail. <laughs> maybe there, maybe it was like he assaulted many girls um, and didn't right. end up killing them or like for whatever. Maybe it was like that they said that they were going to tell somebody or, you yeah, know. Yeah, And that then he had to kill them. Right. Quote, unquote. God. So, that... So. so we think there might have been more victims. Then. I think it's possible. That's so sad. Of course it's possible. Right. Um, but at the same time, I think that if there was more, I don't know that he would be able to keep that to himself. Yeah, that's true. I don't buy that he would. And what, he was like 45 at the time? That's what you said. Um, so that would take it back. So he killed Rory when he was about 44, 45, and then 35. Like 35 is a... a an age to start killing. Yes. And also, um, he never wanted to admit, like, what happened to Candace. Like, he didn't say where her body was or anything like that. Because he's so fucking chatty. Yeah, he wouldn't give it to them. I think he was like, I want all this stuff in prison. And they're like, no. Oh. They should have just been like, yes. And then just not given it to him. Yeah, I don't know how, like, if they how can do that. How does that work? Yeah. I, I, don't, I doubt they you can you can't do, do that. that. He's a fucking murderer. Can, I know you can lie to to uh people and say that you have evidence that you don't but i don't think you can say like i'm gonna give you a deal and then not give them a deal yeah especially because you had a lawyer at the time okay 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 fine anyway adam was charged with two counts of first degree murder and he pled not guilty come on how laughable is that he's like no not guilty what like okay what grounds do you have for that so the prosecution brought forward a lot of witnesses to speak about their experiences with Adam. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, tell me. So, per- one person who knew Adam had testified that he had once shown him a video of Adam having sex with a woman who was bound hand and foot. Unclear if this was a consenting woman. Ew. Another witness. I would not want to watch that. Yeah, all these poor people who had to, like, sit through whatever he was showing them. Adam, you're there. fucking delusional if you think anyone wants to see that. He, he seemed like the person... Hey, look at this fucking video that I made. I think he's the type of person, like, you know when you, like, get on the subway, you're like, gosh, like, ending my day, getting on the subway, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you sit down, you're, like, gonna listen to a podcast, and then someone's like, hey, like, it smells kind of weird out there, like, and then just, like, just starts talking at you, and then, like, you can't even get a word in edgewise, and they're, like, super annoying and probably smell bad, like, that's Adam. Yeah, for sure. So I bet, like, these are all just random people who, like, (laughs) happen to, like, work with him or something, and he's just, like... Hey, like, oh, I'm drinking a milkshake. Look at this. Like, oh, gross. Yeah. That's my my guess yeah, on that. That seems, that's a fair assessment, I would say. I think so. Yeah. Another witness, a cab driver who knew Adam when he was working at a gas station in Ajax, told the court that he once had teased Adam about not having a girlfriend, mm-hmm. which prompted Adam to produce a video of a naked girl tied and blindfolded while Adam pleasured her. Gross. <laughs> Ew, ew, Adam's so fucking gross. Ew. The cab driver was so disturbed by this video. that's the right word for it. Particularly because the girl looked so young. Oh, I hate that. And girl. Just, I... I feel bad for anyone who's ever, like, met him. I... Can you imagine? Yeah, ew. Imagine he, like, pumped your gas. (laughs) Gross. The court also heard testimony that Adam would show off videos of people being killed or committing suicide. What the fuck? For fun. And, like, you know, you can find shit like that on the internet. I mean, yeah, but nobody wants to, like, someone to show it to them. Yeah. Like, unconsentingly. Look, we are here doing a true crime podcast talking about some really fucked up shit. But even I wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. My sister once showed me a video of, like, this guy getting shot in the head. Who, like, it was an accident that he got shot in the head. Like, yeah. it was, like, three guys in the back of a car. And one of the, like, a gun accidentally went off in the car. Uh-huh. Just in the side of his head. I was traumatized for 
months. Yeah, that's disturbing. It was so disturbing. Mm-hmm. I, like, now, and I'm now thinking about it again and re-traumatizing myself. Oh, no. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the trial was obviously tough for the victim's family. Yeah. Adam was present on video or in person the entire time, and he was often super flippant. He was, like, super nonchalant He's and, like, worst. such a dick. At one point in the beginning when they were discussing court dates, he made a comment. He's like, they were talking about a date and he was like, well, I don't have anywhere else to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that was exactly what he said, but it was like something like that. And like everyone was pissed, obviously, because like, fuck you. Yeah. You fucking murder people. You don't have anywhere to be because you're sitting and rotting in prison because you killed two girls. Yeah. Oh, it was so rude. He's so gross. Again, foul human being. I don't like. When he's like. Yeah, you know, it was really inconvenient for me that the plumbing didn't work. Like, how could you say that? And that's, like... That was a bad idea to say that. Yeah, it's... He leaves me speechless with just, like, what a foul human being Yeah, he's bad. Um, There were points where Adam was trying to get attention... uh, Trying to get the attention of his lawyers about something, and he kept banging on the glass of the prisoner's box, and the judge threatened to kick him out. Yeah, like, go fuck yourself. Stop disturbing your trial. He was a constant disturbance and, like, would often, like... Talk, like try to talk to the judge which you're not allowed to do yeah like, almost got kicked out a number of times he's like so needy like i'm sure he didn't get good in- attention as a kid but like still no no excuse whatever happened there's no excuse for that i don't yeah. care what happened there Great. were points oh no i said that adam's family did not attend the trial i found mm. no mention of anyone who came out to support him no friends no family nothing the only people i found who had anything to say about him at all were the people i just mentioned who testified to his disgusting and predatory behavior that's fucked it is kind of sad i guess but like i don't feel bad for him but that's kind of sad that he doesn't have friends or family like it obviously every human needs that but when you're adam strong you kind of don't deserve it you're fucking predatory and disgusting yeah he's yeah Anyway, I won't, I won't repeat how it felt. <laughs> so, Adam did not testify in his own defense, and the defense called no evidence to the Crown's case, which I think is a pretty bold move. Interesting. Which means, like, they, they called no witnesses. They just, like... But he pled not guilty. Yes. What? You gotta have some evidence. No, you you can... It's, it's the, the prosecution who has to... Okay. Who is... It's up to them to prove they have his to prove guilt. It. He is He is presumed innocent until proven guilty Got by the it. prosecution. So there's many cases where the defense just... They will cross-examine, uh-huh. um, but they will just... They won't uh, bring up any of their own witnesses or evidence. And they'll do, like, opening remarks and closing remarks or whatever. Okay. Um, in the end, Justice Joseph DeLuca sentenced Adam to two concurrent sentences. Good. For the murder of Rory Hash, he received life without the possibility of parole for 25 years. And 18 years uh, for manslaughter in the case of Candace Fitzpatrick. Because they couldn't... Because con- they couldn't yeah. find her body. It's so Quote, you may never be capable of feeling the damage you have caused. You will never be seen in public again. In time, you will be forgotten, perhaps not by the families of the victims. You will neither be famous nor infamous. End quote. That is Judge DeLuca. Tell him. Rory's family, uh, they were very happy with the outcome, obviously. They cheered when it happened. That was the highest sentence that he could get. And it's in all likelihood he will knock it out. He will probably get a dangerous offender uh, title whatever like Paul Bernardo and stuff um, they were Good. happy Candace's family was not happy of course with the manslaughter conviction um, they were crying when they heard it yeah. and it's it really sucks but I see how like that's that's a lot they can't prove it that is why it is so important to find the body right that's why in the Stephen Williams episode they made that deal with him right for 35 years because it's very very hard to prove that somebody killed somebody if you don't have the body got it and I mean, a, her blood's all over his apartment and the knife, and they still can't. They, how do they know that he caused that blood to happen? It's they his can, knife in his apartment. Who else would have done it? That's not beyond a reasonable doubt. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank goodness there was two, so at least he does have that sentence. Like, he's, yeah. it's not just the 18 years. Right. But, yeah. you know. God, that's thinking, not enough time for him. No. Um, And, yeah, that's... That's how it ended. I'll, I have a little quote from something that he posted on his Facebook um, where he kind of talks about his childhood. Like, this is like the only thing I have, but he uh, made a post and he said, I wrote a post a little while ago about children. I don't think I really said all I wanted to say. So here 
it goes. Be mindful of what you say to your children because your words can cut deeper and do more damage than the sharpest blade ever created by man's wounds that can last a lifetime. So please be careful about what you say to your children. That's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad, A, because it's like, who said something to you when you were a child? And B, you had already killed somebody and cut them with a sharp blade. So like, what the hell? Yeah, what what grounds do you have to say that that's worse? I guess he's saying like he kind of created a monster type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's unfortunate. I was looking back on um, one site. It's not Reddit, but it's like Reddit. I forget what it's called. And so many people, as this case was unfolding, um, it was, you could see everybody talking about it and they had found his Facebook at the time. But by the time I got to it, everything was gone and I could, like, there's a couple screenshots of things, but not everything. Wouldn't mind seeing the posts, but. I mean, I would like to, I, to me, I like to see everything. I want to see every piece of evidence. I want every interrogation video. I watch, like, I'll listen to six hours of interrogation. I will. I know. It's a good way to spend your time. It is. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and a lot of it you can just listen to. True. But yeah, that's that's that case, and uh, yeah. He's such a creep. I hate that we don't know what happened to Candace. I hate that we don't know if he like committed any more murders. Oh, and I forgot to put a rating at the top of this. Oh. Which, okay, that's fine. I will, I'll just give you my rating now. Okay. I, I would rate this at a five. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know why exactly. I think it's particularly disgusting it really is because he is yeah um but i do think it's yeah i don't know that's just my like visceral gut reaction what about you i kind of agree because i feel like he's i mean he's a 10 on the disgusting scale of absolutely yeah and it is really gross that he was like sleeping next to a freezer of this poor girl's remains but Compared to a lot of the other people we talk about, he isn't quite on that level of, like, malicious, sadistic, premeditated type of guy. He's yeah, just he's, more, like, disgusting. He doesn't maybe. scare me as much. And maybe it's because, like, I don't think I would fall victim to him. Right. So, like, I think that definitely... That helps for us. That um contributes to, like, your own rating yeah because we're saying like how it makes us feel and we're kind of we're disgusted by him but we would not fucking go near him with a 10-foot pole yeah and i think that also says something maybe maybe a six but i my my gut reaction is a five yeah and so i'm saying that there's like at least five points above him of people that i could because there's people that are worse than him in terms of like how evil they are yeah but he's the top level of like repulsive i would say sure i mean actually no like think about scale yeah i know exactly and also think about like i don't know if you've ever seen the photos of like robert picton's house and farm oh yeah they're worse like that's way worse than how gross he is so maybe he isn't even at the top of the gross scale I mean, I think he's like he's quite at the there. top yeah, of the gross scale. There. There's just like a lot of people at the top of the gross yeah, scale. Like maybe he's like a nine and like, yeah. but he's quite gross. Yeah, he's disgusting. The fact that he has that like filthy apartment and then puts handcuffs to be like, oh, I'm going to put a girl in handcuffs. Like, just like ew. the fact and like, I'm sorry if this sounds rude or whatever, but the fact that you can be that disgusting of a per- that disgusting of a human being and then like, so, so to then post like pictures of handcuffs and whatever is to basically say like, I'm looking for sexual partner. Like I'm right. looking for somebody to enjoy this sexual experience with me. And who in their right mind? Who? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. I just like the audacity yeah. you have to be like, oh, a wo- I want a woman to experience this with All me. All of this. <laughs> like I deserve that. No, he really doesn't. No, he had to be a predator in order to do that. And that's fucked. So he's been in jail for how long then? Um, he was sentenced in 2020, but okay. he would have been in jail since uh, the end of 2017 when just they kind of waiting for yeah, his yeah. sentence. It, it, do we know if he's in like minimum, maximum security? Like, what's the deal with it? Yeah, he would have been sent to. He he's like where Bernardo is. Is he at the same place? I think as he's. Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Wow, I hope Paul see. has to hang out with him. That's let's a good see, punishment. I think I might be thinking about Russell Williams. Right, maybe Russell Williams up. was at the same place as Paul. He I still will is. look it up. Do these people hang out in jail? I mean, if you're in Paul Bernardo's case, I bet you're not hanging out with a lot of people. Yeah. I, if you're Adam Strong, I doubt you're going to want to be hanging out with a lot of people. I think you're going to want to be far away from people because you're thinking you're going to get killed. Right. By the biker people. I feel like like being in prison and having to hang out with Adam Strong is like the worst punishment. 
Oh. He's just like telling you about how oh he's my like. God. Can you imagine it. if he was like your cellmate and you just be like, Fuck. that's the worst punishment I could possibly imagine. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Thanks, Madison. That was um, great. Those, you know, brighten your day. Yeah, it just makes me feel super happy inside. <laughs> no, but it, it is actually really interesting. It's a really interesting case. It happened super close to us. Yeah. Um, and it's particularly gross. Yeah, it's just interesting and fascinating to me how somebody like that exists. Yeah, and I just am dying to know about his childhood. Yeah, me too. All right, so check us out on Instagram at Who's Knocking Podcasts, Twitter at Who's Knocking Podcast, and send us an email to hello at Who's Knocking com if you want to tell us what you think about this episode. Um, hopefully, it wasn't too nauseating. Yeah, and just uh, remember to stay safe out there. Yeah, because you never know who's knocking. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Lost Line Media. Artwork by August Digital. Music by Matthew Cook.